Countrywide on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by the Irish Farmers Journal, bringing 379,000 readers the latest farming news and the best of rural Ireland weekly. Dr David Wilson is an ecologist and one of the leading experts in the country on bogs. He might not know exactly what will be decided about the future of each bit of farmland on reclaimed bog, because nobody does, but he has a pretty good idea of what the direction of travel is going to be. David, good morning to you. Um, No matter how keen you are to address the climate crisis as quickly as possible, you would have to be pretty hard-hearted to not recognise what a wrench, what a source of stress this is to people like Joe. Uh, good morning, Philip. Um, absolutely. I come from a farming background, so I fully get where Joe is coming from. Uh, and particularly for that for many, many decades, uh, farmers like Joe were advised to go in one direction. And now we're asking them to t- turn about face and, and go in completely the, the, the opposite direction that goes against work they've done and, and generations before them, which is it's very it can be very traumatic, I can imagine. Why is this so necessary? How many millions of tonnes of CO2 are coming off our bogs? Yeah, it, it, it is pretty, um, it's a pretty serious uh, situation we are, we find ourselves in here. A grassland in Ireland covers roughly about 4 million hectares and around 8% of that is found on peaty soils and soils with a very high carbon content. Uh, and recent work that we've carried out for the EPA show that peaty soils on the grassland store around half a billion tonnes of carbon. Uh, and under the land use, land use change and forestry sector, Ireland currently reports that these soils release around 8 million tonnes of CO2 to the atmosphere every year. And as you alluded to earlier, uh, you know, this contributes to global warming uh, and to climate change. 8 million tonnes in the context of 60 million tonnes per annum nationally. But there is a bit uh, of good news here, isn't there? Because there's, you know, reason to suspect that that figure of 8 million might actually turn out to be less. Yeah, just two things there, uh, Philip. The 8 million is in addition to the 60 million mm-hmm. that you already mentioned. So this is from the land use sector. So it's on its own. But there is good news. Um, Chagas are currently rolling out a very uh, extensive network of monitoring sites monitoring sites across grasslands in Ireland. Uh, it is my strong opinion that this new data will show that the, the 8 million tonnes that we currently estimate are is a gross overestimate and that should come down. They're also likely to show that uh, mineral soils may be taking in more carbon uh, than we previously thought. So that squeezed the, the, the amount that the overall amount that we're uh, releasing from these sites. Um, a couple of other things. Um, I believe that this, some of these areas are already wet. But even though they're classed as drained, uh, until we get a better handle on the areas involved, um, uh, then we will not be really in, in any shape to move forward um, and, and okay. start. That, that's uh, kind of interesting. So, so does that mean that Joe Gaffey's field might actually already be re-wet just because the water hasn't come up the last sort of 30, 40 centimetres up to the grass uh, and, and it's not visible doesn't mean that it's you know, not sealed and not leaking loads of greenhouse gases. Absolutely, absolutely, Philip. You know, it's a misnomer to think that re-wetting equates to flooding. It doesn't. Uh, the definition is to bring the water level close to the surface and 30 centimetres below the surface is deemed perfectly suitable for reducing emissions and also allowing uh, some farming activity, you know, maybe light uh, grazing through Dexter's or, or Aberdeen Angus or something like that. So it certainly does not equate to flooding and uh, Joe's uh, field could potentially still, it could be wet, but it's just as classed as 
drained at, at the moment. Okay, so there are a number of ways to skin this particular cat before you have to ever start talking about compulsory purchase orders and flooding people's land. Oh, for sure. Uh, like I say, there's there's some areas I think are already wet and certainly travelling through the country. Uh, we, we're all familiar with fields and farmers are familiar with their own fields where they put cattle in and the cattle are up to their bellies uh, very, very quickly. Uh, but those fields are deemed to be drained because we don't know any different at the minute. Uh, secondly, there'll be a certain amount of uh, farmers that may be open to rewetting anyway for their own environmental uh, and ecological reasons. Uh, and then there is also... Uh, a mechanism where we can uh, give appropriate payments uh, compensation to farmers who decide to rewet, and this should this okay. should be significant, and it should be ongoing and long term. David Wilson, I have a funny feeling that there's an awful lot of people going to be breathing a good deal easier this morning now, having listened to you. Thank you very much for joining us uh, on the line from Donegal.